welcome into A to Z Sports Primetime. I'm your host, Buck Rising. We are powered here by Tennessee Tickets and presented to you as always by the Ashton Real Estate Group of Remax Advantage. The website is GaryAshton.com. They have virtual tours available now. Your dream address without the stress, just like the Titans, the Preds, Nashville, SC, Top Golf, and me here on A to Z Sports Primetime because we all trust the Ashton team. We all trust Get Beast and Tame the Beast. GetBeast.com is the website for our friends at Tame the Beast who are offering you a free soap brick with $10 ordered at GetBeast.com. You get one of these for free. You use the promo code AZ50, saves you even more money as you try to stay hygienic and stay clean. Get underneath those fingernails. Very important at GetBeast.com. And of course, our friends at Tennessee Heating and Cooling, 10HC.com. That's T-E-N-N-H-C.com. Heating and Cooling for every home uh, that needs it, that needs temperature control. They got you covered, our fine friends at Tennessee Heating and Cooling. Let's talk about Clowney. Let's talk about the NFL Draft. So my thesis for this, why everything's setting up perfectly for the Titans. This happens for two reasons, and they have to do with Jadavion Clowney, who Diana Rossini said today on ESPN 710 in Seattle that right now she feels that probably the Tennessee Titans, here's the quote, the Titans are still interested, and I think if you were to ask me where I predict he winds up, it'd probably be Tennessee. The Seahawks are out. It seems that the Titans are, by default, last man standing. Now, Diana went on to expand that her that his understanding of what his market actually is is very, still very far away from what teams are willing to pay him, i.e. the Seahawks and the Titans. The C- and now the Titans with the only... Co- now, I mean, maybe he chooses to decline the Titans' contract offer. I don't know how he could reasonably stand to do so, but this is something that's being discussed. So now you have Clowney, who is now waiting in the wings for you. Just get through with the NFL draft, then you sign Jadavion Clowney. Months at this point of waiting, it'll all be worth it, and everybody will be happy. But then you have this draft, and why this sets up perfectly for the Titans is because, one, you need a massive impact player on your defense. Somebody who has the ability to legitimately wreck opposing offenses. Clowney, while his health is inconsistent, represents that. But then you have this upcoming NFL draft. And you look at the Titans' needs, assuming that Clowney is a done deal. Now, we can't assume that it's a done deal. In the time of the Rona, nothing is a safe assumption. But at this point, the Titans are the last man standing for this man's services. So we will, for this hypothetical, we will operate as if Jadavion Clowney is going to be a Tennessee Titan in 2020. So then you have this draft. Now, you've got your impact defensive player waiting in the wings once the draft is through. So what are your needs? Well, your needs are cornerbacks, certainly, with Logan Ryan out there. Guess what? You have a draft that is filled with cornerback talent, reasonably, who will be there for you at 29, even more so if you choose to trade out of the first round. You've got depth in spades, not only at corner, but if you need a wide receiver for 2021, because Corey Davis is probably not going to be on the roster, you know what? No problem. We got you. You need offensive line depth. You particularly at tackle. Maybe you're looking for somebody who can be future Dennis Kelly. Maybe you're looking for somebody to push Dennis Kelly right now for the 2020 season. I don't rule that out at all. If they do these things, if Clowney is in fact the key to all of this, this year sets up perfectly for the Tennessee Titans because Clowney in the wings and needs at corner receiver and offensive line in the draft You've got all your bases covered at this point, and this becomes legitimately, if it wasn't already, and you could make the argument that the Tennessee Titans in 2020 should be considered a contender. I would push back on that notion and say 61 players under contract, one of the fewest uh, or least complete rosters in the league ahead of training camp. I would say that there's still a good deal more work to be done. But at this point, what I want to know from you guys which impacts the Titans more, Jadavion Clowney or the 2020 draft? This is the thing that I'm curious to hear your opinion about because I have feelings on it a certain way. I want to know how you guys feel about it on Facebook Live and on Periscope. 
You have so when does Clowney make a decision? Likely after the draft at this point. This is the thing that we're talking about here and now this evening. Which impacts the Titans more though? And it can be for the future, it can be for the short term. Which has the greater impact? The sum of its parts. Which of these, Jadavion Clowney or the NFL draft? Draft and Clowney. Jorge, you're not playing the game right. Which one? The Clowney or the draft? Which has the greater impact? Let me know on Facebook Live and on Periscope. While you guys get in there with your answers, I have an answer for you and a video on the other side while you are getting in there with your answers so we can begin to read them here on A to Z Sports Primetime, powered by Tennessee Tickets, let me remind you about our friends at Tame the Beast. Jadavion Clowney would make this Titans defense beastly. This man is going to help wreck opposing offenses for you. If he comes to Nashville, you can bet that Jadavion Clowney is going to want to scrub underneath his fingernails because everybody should be hygienic in these, uh, in these uncertain times with our friends at Tame the Beast. The Yop hand wash, I talk about it all the time. It's in every bathroom in my home. Exfoliating, not only for the purposes of your skin, but for getting underneath your fingernails in all those hard-to-reach places. All of these fine grooming products available to you at GetBeast.com with promo code AZ50. You get 50% off. Make sure that you check them out. Let's get to your comments here on Facebook Live and on Periscope. I've set the stage for you. Diana Rossini is saying... If she had to venture a guess, it's it's Titans, uh, it's Titans for Clowney. That's the landing spot for the man who has been on the open market after the draft almost two months in a way that is completely uh, completely unheard of in modern free agency with a player of this caliber. So you have Clowney because everybody else is kind of out of the running, and maybe maybe somebody else comes out of the woodworks and. And springs and tries to drum up interest, creates a, a last-second bidding war after the draft. In fact, I'm sure a lot of a lot of teams will reevaluate their position and find Clowney as somebody that's feasible. But for the meantime, the Titans are the last ones in it. And now you have this draft, this draft that sets up really well, as we mentioned earlier, with depth at corner, wide receiver, and offensive line, where you need the most help assuming that Clowney is who you're going to land. All of these things set up very well. So I'm asking which for you is the most impactful. Is it Clowney or is it the draft? Let's get to your comments. Uh, We have to go DB. Cornerback is deep. Uh, That's the move. Uh, Somebody said on Facebook, sorry, the comments are scrolling quickly. Clowney healthy all year would change everything. Very, very impactful. Can you trust that though? No, nobody stays healthy throughout the course of the year. Certainly not defensive and offensive linemen who are essentially getting on a car wreck every play. I mean, running back is the same. I I mean, football's a physical sport. Nobody expects these guys to be healthy throughout the course of the year. Clowney's health is inconsistent at best. It concerns you. You want to get through the draft. You want to be able to evaluate this guy. And again, nothing gets done until their team doctors get their hands on this dude. But for these purposes, I want to know, you know, assuming all is right with Clowney. Assuming that you can you can walk out of the 2020 draft, Clowney will be sitting there waiting to sign his terms, whatever those terms may be, with your Tennessee Titans. Which of these will be more impactful? This coming draft class for a team that's win now, or Jadavion Clowney, who, who is the definition of a defensive game wrecker? Let's get to your comments on Facebook Live and on Periscope. Clowney says Sawyer. Joseph agrees on Facebook. Blake says, Clowney is uh, is a done deal. Still think it's a bad move. He's not lived up to the hype. Nobody said it's a done deal. They're just in the running still. They're the favorites. Pass rush makes all the corners' jobs easier. Agreed. It makes your job even more easy if you're trying to draft a corner. And this corner, this rookie corner, coming into a situation where he's going to have to play a substantial amount of football, you've just lost your best and most important cornerback. And Logan Ryan leaving, and for these purposes, not returning. It's a very, very long shot that Logan Ryan, if I honestly, I don't think there's any possibility at all that Logan Ryan is a Tennessee Titan next year. So for these purposes, for this hypothetical that we're playing out, for a rookie corner who's going to have to play, you want your pass rush to help alleviate some of the pressure on this guy. He's going to be coming in in an offseason that's without precedent. It's going to be virtual. He's going to be... Lacking in reps, certainly, until we figure out 
how exactly training camp and rookie minicamp and all of these things that rookies typically go through in an NFL offseason, how we do all of these things with COVID. This, is, this person is going to be placed in a pretty important role right out of the gate. How do you make that person's job easier? You have Jadavion Clowney to help with your pass rush. Need to sing, need uh, to sign Clowney so we can draft a cornerback first round, says Jared. The draft, says Roderick. Uh, and Karen agrees. So does Blake. The draft is more important. And nobody's discounting the importance of this particular draft, right? This draft, if they hit on, I mean, in a perfect world, it would be two uh, two thirds of their draft picks this year. If they hit on the majority, this can really, really elevate the team. If you find enough quality, not starters, but guys who can contribute in key roles, who like David Long can come in in the playoff game and have a fundamental understanding of how your how your defense is played, understand the role. Guys like that who can help fill out the bottom of a roster. Because that's what needs filling out at this point. The Tennessee Titans, very top-heavy right now. Depth is something that they need this draft draft to replenish. Now, he knocked it. John, the man on your screen, he knocked it out of the park last year without question. But when it comes to this year's draft, it can, it can not only set you up for the future, which Clowney may not. And the future is what you're trying. You're trying to contend on a regular basis. And so far, you've had five winning seasons in a row. It's not bad. It's not bad at, or wait, no, is it four, four, is it four nine and sevens or is it five nine and sevens? I think it's four nine and sevens in a row. I'm pretty sure that's the case. Two, two for Malarkey and two for Vrabel. That sounds correct uh, if, if I'm sitting here remembering. Yes. Anyway, this is about the future as much as it is about 2020. Now, Clowney may only be a 2020 situation, right? Remember, for less money, this man may want to test the market again. And maybe, you know, potentially win. Nobody is saying that Clowney's, uh, that Clowney's desire to win um, is less than, although you hear a lot of, a lot of efforts out there for, says OG, Will Aiken, and Steph. Thank you. J-Rob is going back-to-back with dominant drafts, McCoyotron says. But how many people truly do that? Like, the draft is such an imperfect science. It's why uh, nothing, nothing to me, and I don't know about you guys, and you know, we will, we will do predictions and we will do all of these things because that's how sports talk is done, right? And you know, I would like to think that we do it a little more creatively, but these are, these are battles for another day. Point being is draft predictions are so useless because none of us, none of us, not you, not me, not Mel Kuyper, not anybody know how this thing is going to go until it officially begins. Not only do we not know that, but we don't know exactly how this new virtual draft is going to play out. I thought Clowney wanted to go to a contender, says Titans 2-1-2. I mean, all, all players say they want to go to a contender. Nobody's going to actively say. Actually, I think I'm pretty sure the only player I've heard kind of say, yeah, I took the money. Like, it's not really about contending for me. I believe it was Malik Jackson when he got his big contract from the Jags after the Super Bowl run with the Broncos. That's pretty much the only player I remember publicly that has said, yeah, kind of about the money in this particular situation. It's, it's etiquette, it's good form to say, yes, I would like to go to a contender. But contender is also about the bag. Like, make no mistake, Jadavion Clowney wants to get paid. Let's talk about, uh, let's get more of your comments here, though, on Facebook Live and on Periscope. I'll give you my opinion, and then I'll let you know via video my opinion, rather, and we'll do it that way, uh, because this is, without question, right now. The Titans are winning, are looking to win right now. John Robinson, Amy Adams Strunk, Mike Vrabel want to win more than anything. And you are set up right now to win. With that in mind, the thing that makes you, that puts you over the top, The draft helps tremendously, make no mistake, and again, you're building for the future. But if anybody knows just how much much better Jadavion Clowney can make this team, it's left tackle Taylor Lewan. Let him tell you a little bit about it in Jadavion Clowney's NFL Top 100 video, because that's who it is. That's without question who has the bigger impact for the Tennessee Titans here in the future. Jadavion, it's my boy. Tweet at him all the time. He never tweets back. 
he just wouldn't respond. Disappointed would be a big keyword of mine. Somebody said, McConnell well, turn it on. Nobody in the world can stop him. He's like 6'4", 270 pounds, runs a 4'5", outback bowl. You have that really cool play that everyone blames me for. We play together twice a year, play against each other. Fun times. You can line up over to center. They lined him up in the A gap between the right guard and center, and he's able to weave his way through and make the tackle. He can line up over either tackle. Jadavion Clowney getting into the backfield where he spent a lot of time this season. He can line up over the guards, and I think they just want to get him somewhere where he can rush and do his thing. McCoy getting ready to pass. Clowney sacks him! You talk about tremendous quickness and speed, along with some strength. You're describing Jadavion Clowney. JD, let's answer that bell right now. Let's answer that bell right now. Here we go. Jadevian Clowney can make life miserable for an offense, even when he's not hitting the guy with the ball. Against the Cowboys in week five, Clowney doomed this run by Ezekiel Elliott. He disrupted both of Elliott's pulling guards, leaving the NFL's leading rusher with no one to follow and nowhere to run. Tremendous penetration by Clowney first. Clowney can also wreck a game. Just ask the Colts. But Clowney has played some game. Look at what Jadeveon Clowney does to Quentin Nelson. I mean, he just throws him right out of the club as he gets to Andrew Luck. In Houston's overtime win, Clowney had two sacks, four tackles for loss, and a fumble recovered for a touchdown. He's just like way more athletically gifted than everybody else. Like he honestly is a freak. I'll probably get to tweet him today. Jadavian, tweet me back, bud. Tweet him back, bro. That's Taylor Lewan on Jadavian Clowney. The video courtesy of the NFL's Top 100 from a couple years ago. That's the correct answer. You're trying to win a Super Bowl. The NFL draft helps you for the long term. The future, right? The future is now. That's how they market the NFL draft. Jadavion Clowney is about right now. You're loading up for the big one. You think that you have the pieces in place. You got a running back who's uber talented on a short term contract. You have the ability to acquire, and you are the favorites to acquire a player in Jadavion Clowney for a short term contract that you can absolutely knock out of the park. Can't wait for the first Bussin' with the Boys episode as teammates, says Min James John. Yes, uh, I, Jadavion Clowney, the only the only time I've heard him speak is that clip that went viral from NFL films, films of him chirping at LaShawn McCoy while the Texans were here at Nissan Stadium. They're driving. They're about to win the football game. Tom Savage, wretched Tom Savage is at quarterback. LaShawn Sims goes up in the air, picks off a ball, ball game. That's the one thing that I remember of Jadavion Clowney speaking. So I assume he's good at talking trash because in that moment before, you know, things went bad for him, he was great. Uh, so the Bustin' with the Boys episode, I would be intrigued to see what that looks like. But that's the correct answer. Free agent signings usually don't have the impact, even in the short term, as rookies do, says OG Will Aiken. He, agree- he disagrees with my assertion that Clowney is the bigger acquisition. The only people that don't see Clowney's worth are Clemson Tigers, says Awesome Lawsome. Yes, bitter uh, bitter rivals of the South Carolina Gamecocks, who Jadavion Clowney spent, uh, who just, you know, tormented them by going to uh, to the rival school, without question. Uh, but I don't think that was ever up for debate. In fact, I think that was before Clemson became like mighty, mighty Clemson that we think of now today. Jadavion Clowney, though, I mean... Statistically, we've talked about this plenty. This is not something that shows up in the box score as often as you would like it to. RT had a pretty big impact, says Titans underscore 212, talking about free agents. That's, you know, that's a trade. And But your point is well made. I think so. Jadavion Clowney 
represents a disruptor. Jadavion Clowney represents the thing that teams look for above all else when it comes to defenses, and the one it's the one player that can totally change the abilities of your front. This guy comes in and they move him all over the defense, just like Mike Vrabel used to in Houston. This guy comes in and he completely terrorizes interior offensive linemen so that Harold Landry, Jeffrey Simmons, Frank Crawford, Daquan Jones, Kamale Correa, Vic Beasley, and now this full stable of pass rushers that has considerable depth. I mean, even down to Derek Roberson, who was an undrafted rookie free agent last year, they got great value out of him, and he remains on your roster. You have talent that's cheap, and then, of course, if you add Clowney, you'll add the high, high-end talent that really separates teams who are... It's an accomplishment to make it to the playoffs, which the Titans have been for some time. And then the teams that come to play the big one, that come to play, that come to affect Pat Mahomes in an AFC title game in the fourth quarter and in the second half when the weather is cold and it's wearing down on you and they're just airing out the ball. This is the thing that separates. If you cannot find this kind of quarterback that completely lights the world on fire, And listen, for all intents and purposes, Ryan Tannehill absolutely lit the world on fire. Maybe not so much in the postseason, but certainly over the course of the regular season. Min James John is telling me to watch the tape, bro. I'm not sure uh, why I'm telling you about the tape. I'm telling you uh, constantly about the tape because I am watching the tape. So I'm not sure how you would be able to critique my uh, film analysis, my friend. But I would tell you that I've been watching plenty of Jadavion Clowney in my study to see just exactly how he would fit and what Mike Vrabel, to be honest, what Mike Vrabel's defense will look like. Uh, Let's get to more of your comments on Facebook Live and on Periscope before we move on to your uh, can't-miss prospect. Jeff Sawyer says, Buck, his name is Jack, not Frank. Uh, Frank Crawford, Jack Crawford, whatever the hell. (laughs) I mean, the guy who's going to be Austin Johnson this year. Like, you know... No, no offense to Jack Frank Crawford, but like I'm not, I'm not gonna. I should probably know the man's name out of respect. Uh, I don't think it's the worst thing in the world. Although it's, you know, it's gonna be my job. It's gonna be my job to talk to Frank Jack Crawford, whatever the hell his name is. That's how it's gonna go. So we will talk. Uh, we will. We will spend more time on our Jack Frank Crawford analysis at a later date. Point being is your defense gets a lot better with Jadavion Clowney. In the mix. I need you to acknowledge that. My bad. Oh, okay. You, you weren't talking to me. I understand. Sorry. Comments are moving quickly. Uh, Butchie uh, says, I'm from Houston and not a fan of the guy. Or no, that's this is from Gerard talking to Butchie. I'm from Houston and not a fan of the guy. That being said, he is better than anyone we can get in the draft. He can take over games and he is very disruptive. On our defense, he could take it to another level by creating room for other guys to make plays. I guarantee Landry has 10-plus sacks with him on the other side. He was the number one pick for crying out loud, says Sawyer. Yes, that's absolutely so. Dion says, that's the big question. What will Dean? What will Vrabel's defense look like compared to Dean Pease? Well, here's the thing, and we can talk about this uh, here and now on A to Z Sports Primetime, powered by Tennessee Tickets. Mike Vrabel's defense is not going to look substantially different than Dean Pease. I think... I think we're kind of overrating that idea. What Dean Pease is, what's going to be different, and this is a conversation for another day. We'll move on right after I kind of explain my point about this. OG Willikin points out, so was Jameis Winston when it comes to first overall picks, which, you know, guys are first overall picks for a reason. It, it, their, their careers have obviously panned out in much, much different ways. But when it comes to Vrabel and Dean Pease, we'll move on right after this. Mike Vrabel, the only thing that's going to change are his tendencies. The defense is going to stay largely the same. The personnel and the staff is largely the same. The defense, Mike Vrabel learned from Dean Pease. Mike Vrabel, over the past two years, and I'm sure for many years before that, when Dean Pease was his coach, learned from Dean Pease. The principles that... Mike Vrabel incorporates into all of his defense because this is still his defense. Even though Dean Pease was the coordinator, 
the only thing that will change are what Vrabel's defensive play calling uh, or defensive play calling tendencies are. That is the thing that we will look for uh, when it comes to Mike Vri- Mike Vrabel, who we assume are going to be. Mike Vrabel, who we assume is going to be the defensive play caller for the Tennessee Titans, even though, again, we forgot to ask, we honestly, we forgot to, we forgot to ask Mike a lot of stuff uh, on Monday's conference call. And now that I'm, now that I'm being reminded, reminded of it, I'm i uh, I'm a little bit, uh, I'm a little bit perturbed. They signed two, Tua? Who signed Tua? Says Robert Deer, uh, Robert Deerfish is saying somebody signed T-U-E. I'm not sure if that was a misspelling or what you're trying to tell me there. But meanwhile, let's move on to the draft prospect who you consider can't miss for the Titans. The draft coming up on Thursday, by the way, A to Z Sports, the digital network. We will have a uh, very expansive, the best coverage around that you can have. Austin, Zach, myself will have a draft special uh, Wednesday. So tomorrow night through Friday night, the three of us will be, uh, will be talking to you in unison, it'll be a melding of the A to Z Sports streaming shows. Uh, so look forward to that Wednesday, Thursday, and Friday coming up. Which is your Titans can't miss draft draft prospect? Though I want to know from you guys on Facebook Live and on Periscope. Let me know, and while you do, I will tell you about our friends at the Ashton Real Estate Group of Remax Advantage. GaryAshton.com. That's the website that you go to for your virtual tours. Your dream address without the stress, I know that it's possible because that's who I trusted in my search for my dream address without the stress. The Ashton team, they are the best in the business. They are Nashville's own born and bred because they want to make sure that they're taking care of the Middle Tennessee area. They're not coming in from out of town, other markets, trying to take over down here in Nashville where the real estate market is booming despite what will probably be some something close to the Great Depression. Regardless, GaryAshton.com, the website, the virtual tours available now for the official realtor of the Titans, the Preds, Nashville SC, Topgolf, and of me on A to Z Sports Prime Time, GaryAshton.com. Who is your can't-miss draft prospect coming up? The Titans, we've talked about their needs. We've talked about how this sets up perfectly with the idea that Clowney you're just the last team in the running for him. This is why the possibility bodes well. I, I, my position, frankly, has changed significantly in the last 24 hours. Seattle seems to have no interest in Jadavion Clowney, so that shapes up well for you. But now you come to the draft, and you say, okay, your needs are at cornerback, backup running back. You know you need offensive line depth. With Clowney, your edge need becomes almost insignificant, but we'll still need maybe an edge later on with the picks that you have, and you know you will need a wide receiver to eventually take Corey Davis's place. So where do you look? Where do you look first? Do you go to corner? Because corner is your greatest need. Now, you re-signed Ty Smith today. LaShawn Sims, Logan Ryan, they have left. So your cornerbacks currently are Ty Smith uh, or Kareem Orr, who was an undrafted rookie last year. You have Malcolm Butler. You have Adoree Jackson. That's how your cornerback room sits. Now, you know you need to add somebody, but it is your is it your top priority? Which can't-miss prospect do you believe uh, is uh, the Titans should not pass up on? Let me know on Facebook Live and on Periscope. I'll give you my answer momentarily. Mo Alvin says, Judy, can't Jerry Judy. And I saw reports... Today saying that Jerry Judy could fall, uh, given some uncertainty with, I believe it was a knee for Jerry Judy. Uh, could we pick two corners? I mean, you could. Feasibly, you could. I wouldn't pick two corners. Uh, waste two draft, Not waste two draft picks on that. But when you have unrestricted free agency and your top three would be set with a draft pick and you know you have good depth in Ty Smith, I don't necessarily need, feel the need to, to spend two draft picks on a corner. Fromm or Jalen Hurts is QB2. Nobody's talking about that position. No, we've been talking about that position plenty, McCoyatron. It's it's Logan Woodside. Like Your backup for 2020 is Logan Woodside. I know that's not sexy. I know you know nothing about him. I know very little about him other than he has terrible hair uh, in his Titans uh, media guide official picture. 
But Logan Woodside's likely going to be your best option to back up quarterback, given what the market out. I mean, do you, would you really have rather have Joe Flacco? I mean, Joe Flacco's going to cost you, what, $7, 8000000 million a year? You don't want to do that. You want Logan Woodside. He's affordable. He's been on your roster. Logan Woodside, I don't know what he is, but I know that he's probably better than a second-round rookie or a, a, a late-round rookie. DeAndre Swift says, Robert, dear fish, you trade out and get more picks if he's gone. Don't trade up. Fulton, Gladney in round one, or Meek Robertson, Dan- Cam Dantzler, Will Arnett in round uh, two or three. It's not Will Arnett. I can't remember his last name. Come on, man. Says McCoyotron. No, it's uh, that's you know that's that them's the breaks. <laughs> I hate to tell you, uh, but it's Slogan Woodside or I mean like a, what a sixth or no they don't even have a sixth round pick like a seventh round quarterback like you down for Luke Falk or Wo- Logan Woodside you're probably gonna take Logan Woodside. Uh, for me, my can't miss prospect is at their position of greatest need, and that for me is a corner. That for me is not the corner though that everybody has projected to them over and over and over again. It is, in fact, not Jeff Gladney, the cornerback from TCU. My corner, who I absolutely think that they cannot afford to pass up, and you'll forgive me, the lettering seems to have gone a little outside of our box, but the corner that I believe to be a can't-miss prospect for the Tennessee Titans, if he's sitting there at 29 or otherwise, is LSU's Christian Fulton. This one's going to be intercepted by Christian Fulton. That was a misread. It was zoned all the way. He didn't see it. Tried to stick it into Thomas, number two. But Fulton, who just made the defendant play on the long pass, baits the quarterback. Christian Walker looked at that. Almost passed it. <laughs> and Bo Jackson. Here's a long ball from Schrader. Got a man there. Broken up at the last instant by Christian Fulton. Osiris Mitchell was out there, and it was a good throw. Ball was maybe a half step behind, but it was a long throw, and that's about the best you can hope for. And Christian Fulton made up ground on the ball. Dave Aranda trying to sort it out. Rozier with time, single coverage, and it's incomplete. Intended for Amon Richards. Beautiful coverage. He's reading the eyes of the receiver. As soon as he sees those eyes go up to the football, he rips that arm up through. He gets his head around and rips that right arm up through and is able to knock the ball away. Unbalanced to the right now. And they got a new quarterback in, and they'll go with the end around and nothing doing. Arkansas trying to get creative. And Deion Stewart goes down for a loss of seven. Razorbacks turned to Cole Kelly that time. Defense carried the offense. I do think the seven overtime game has a lot to do with the motivation level here tonight. There's the best throw of the night by Mond. But Kendrick Rogers couldn't hang on with Christian Fulton in. Number one in your playbook and number one in your heart, it is Christian Fulton the cornerback from LSU. That is the can't-miss prospect for me. Now, I like Jeff Gladney just fine, and Jeff Gladney by no means would be a disappointment if you found him at 29 or otherwise. The position of greatest need for me, without question, though, is corner. But Christian Fulton, I love his patience. I love his reaction time. I love his, I love his recognition. Now, he could stand to be a better tackler and body positioning to make sure that he's playing these big wide receivers right is something he'll have to improve on. But on the whole, when you look at the skill set, somebody who can play, who can bump inside, which they'll need from nickel duties uh, out of one of these corners between a Dory, Malcolm, or and a draft pick to be named later, and also play on the outside depending on the formation that they need to adjust to, Christian Fulton from LSU is my can't-miss draft prospect the one that I think the Titans would really, really do well with. Now, from a from a tangible standpoint, from a height-weight measurement side, I don't necessarily think that he's, he's the ideal player. But when you look at the Titans' corners, this is kind of the mole. I mean, they, these are not physically overwhelming dudes. These are not long and lanky players. Now, John Robinson would tell you if they can break up the ball on their man, if they can cover, if they can tackle, that's our guy. It doesn't matter what their size, shape, and form are. But in reality, every scouting department has uh, requisites for height and weight and speed and all of these things for positions, 
corner being one of them. And the MO of corner for the Titans, Christian Moulton and Jeff uh, Christian uh, Fulton and Jeff Gladney both fit those both fit those molds and the style of play. But for me, I, the more that I watch Christian Fulton, the more that I enjoy him. The more that I think that he is the guy that I would like to that if I was a Titans fan, I would like them to pick up. Christian Fulton for me is the guy at number 29. Let's get to more of your prospects that can't miss before we move on. Here on A to Z Sports Primetime, we do the Gone Viral Video of the Week, also football-related, because there was huge NFL news that we have yet to discuss, but this is a Titans show, and there was clowny stuff, so we figure, why not? Uh, need a replacement for Adoree Jackson, says Roy Powers. Adoree's not going anywhere. Uh, any SEC player is top of the list for me, says Johnny Lee. I like it, Buck. <laughs> Johnny, one of these, I just it just means more people. And, you know, ironically enough, in the SEC, it does. But uh, I still think it's pretentious, so I can't, I can't totally concede. But I went to a Big Ten school. I think the SEC thing is so... I mean, you guys blow so much smoke up each other's ass. <laughs> it kills me. But I understand. There's pride, and it's the best football. I would concede that without question. That's a big if buck, says Mac, Max Osberg. Uh, I'm not sure what is a big if. I wanted Tredavious White in 2017, says Roy Powers. Christian Fulton is definitely the pick, says Sawyer. Kane says, I wouldn't mind trying to go for uh, Arnett from Ohio State in the second and get another need in the first based on best available. Not impact running back, my friend, uh, says Robert Deerfish. I'm sorry. Def thought you were Andrew Luck, says Joe Marco. You're late to the party on that, Joe. Be better. Keep up with the joke. Adori is going to be around for a while. It's Butler who will be gone soon. I would rather have Logan Ryan than Butler, says Max. Nah, I mean, I don't think so. I mean, I think, like, I think the version of Logan that you saw last year, and I personally, I love, I enjoy, like, I think now that I can say that Logan Ryan's not going to be on the roster anymore, because, you know, you, you interact with these guys every day if you're, if you're media, right? Or almost every day, five, five or six days of the week for as much time as we spend in the godforsaken locker rooms. Um, I legitimately loved covering Logan Ryan. Logan was always insightful, always uh, willing to speak with you, would not would help you work through the process of the question that you help you find the answer that you were looking for, even if you don't even if you don't have the best question. I guess that's a weird way to describe it because sometimes I would not exactly I would have an idea of what I was trying to ask Logan, but there are you know I've got a I've got a bachelor's degree in football and Logan's got his master's right. That's kind of that's kind of the situation that we're working off of here. And Logan was always great with that, but. I mean, I think last year's version of Logan Ryan was as good as as good as it is as good as it's going to get at his age, at his ability. Given how fast that position drops off, he's a thoroughly likable guy, and he was probably your most important defender last year. But on the whole, I think I'm okay with Logan Ryan moving on. I'm taking Butler, says Corey D. Jackson. What's going to happen to the MMCMB model? I mean, all of them are still here. Brent Doherty, our friend from 3HL on 104.5 The Zone is in the comments. Good to see you, brother. I'm looking for Busta Rising. No Busta Rising here, only Busta Rhymes. Uh, let, speaking of uh, busting moves, let's go to the Gone Viral video of the week here on A to Z Sports Primetime, powered by Tennessee Tickets. We've given our can't-miss prospects. Mine is Christian Fulton, the LSU cornerback. Love the patience, love the read and reactability. He is the man. Coach Max says there's a cornerback from Louisiana Tech that is awesome. Can't remember his name. Perhaps Brent remembers it, since Brent is on the radio station that Coach Mack is a frequent contributor. I also am a contributor to 3HL, but I do not know the the uh, Louisiana State or Louisiana Tech cornerback uh, that Coach Mack is uh, is referring to. Amik Robertson, effing amazing says Brian Badillo. And I think uh, there's there's plenty of great corners out there. You could uh, you could do with a much worse draft to have needs at corner. But meanwhile, it's time to talk about the biggest football news of the day that was not Tennessee Titans. Oh, Amik Robertson. Okay, I'm getting confused. That's my bad. Louisiana Tech cornerback is Amik Robertson. That's my mistake. Here on A to Z Sports Primetime powered by Tennessee Tickets. Before I make any more mistakes, let's move on to the Gone Viral video of the week. The thing we do on every Tuesday because it's the halfway point. You guys already made it halfway through your primetime week, right? Sunday to Thursday night. You guys are halfway there. Getting through quarantine one night at a time. 
So we'll do the Gone Viral video of the week, and I want to know from you guys, are you low-key, low-key or high-key? It doesn't really matter. Are you mad, or do you wish you had <laughs> Gronk and Tom Brady on the damn Tennessee Titans? Because they're both playing for the same team next year, and I'm very, very upset about it, selfishly. I'm very, very upset about it here on A to Z Sports Primetime, powered by Tennessee Tickets. That's the Gone Viral question, the Gone Viral video coming up momentarily. Do you wish that you had Gronk and Tom Brady on the Tennessee Titans? The video will come to us courtesy of the Pat McAfee Show momentarily. While uh, you guys fill in with your answers, whether you would like Tom Brady and Gronk or you would not, or you're fine without Tom Brady and Gronk, I don't know. This is this is a legitimately interesting question. I'm curious to see your answers. While you do that, I will tell you about our friends at Tennessee Heating and Cooling. The fine folks. Up there, in based out of Clarksville, but three locations in Middle Tennessee and Southern Kentucky. The Volunteer Orange Trucks, Tennessee Heating and Cooling. You see them all over the Mid-State. That's because they're the best in the business, the best in the HVAC industry. You go to 10hc.com, that's T-E-N-N-H-C.com, for your heating and cooling needs. They service my home, both preemptive service to make sure that I'm prepared for the change in seasons and when things go wrong. Because inevitably things go wrong if you're a homeowner. I'm finding this out myself. Almost a full year into homeownership. Shouts to Gary Ashton too. Meanwhile, my friends at Tennessee Heating and Cooling, they have me covered. Let them take care of you with their satisfaction guarantee at 10hc.com. That's T-E-N-N-H-C.com. Gone viral video of the week. Do you wish you had Tom Brady and Gronk on the Titans? Because Rob Gronkowski officially is unretired. Rob Gronkowski, official, well not officially yet, but soon to be official, is going to be a Tampa Bay Buccaneer. Rob Gronkowski has been lured out of retirement by his good friend, new Tampa Bay Buccaneers quarterback, Thomas, I think is Matthew, is it Thomas Matthew Brady? I don't know. It's something incredibly plain and white. Regardless, Tom Brady, Rob Gronkowski, would you want him? I say, God, yes. News, Rob Gronkowski, host of WrestleMania, the White Tiger on Masked Singer, a man who has taken over everything, including Bravo Television, is back in the NFL, being traded from the New England Patriots to the Tampa Bay Buccaneers to be reunited with Tom Brady, who he has said this entire time is his quarterback. Just a few years ago, the New England Patriots were thinking about trading Rob Gronkowski to the Detroit Lions. Then rumors came out that Rob Gronkowski was going to retire stat. He said, Tom Brady's my quarterback. Tom Brady would continue with the New England Patriots while Rob Gronkowski retired. He stepped away from the game. He got his back hurt on numerous occasions. He was beat up, but everybody understood that he was one of the best tight ends, best football players to ever play the game. Made the NFL all 100 team was all over the place. Then he sees his friend, old Tom Brady, go down to Tampa Bay, take meetings with Bill Gates, Derek Jeter, and the owner of the Lightning. And he says, hey, Tom, you think Bruce Aarons would want my big, handsome television ass back on a football field and kind of finish what we started? And Tom Brady said, 10-4, good buddy. Get your fucking ass down here. And Bruce Aarons called the New England Patriots, and Bill Belichick said, sure, you can take Gronk. Take Gronk all you want. Well, what do you want back, Bruce Aarons says. Uh, a fourth rounder. <laughs> That's it? Yeah. And also here, take a seventh rounder too. <laughs> so they're getting, the Buccaneers are getting a seventh rounder and Rob Gronkowski, allegedly, for a fourth rounder in return to the New England Patriots. Bill Belichick doesn't give a single damn about anybody. He does not care about Gronkowski. He does not care about Tom Brady. He has a system, that fourth rounder, he thinks is going to turn into a great role player. And if you're the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, knowing that you got a guy who made the NFL's all 100 team, in the 100 years of the NFL, this guy made the team as one of the greatest tight ends in history. You know how many tight ends have played in the NFL? All of them. <laughs> Checks out. <laughs> so that's from the Pat McAfee show earlier today. The news breaking that Gronk, Gronk in a seventh rounder to the Bucks, and the Pats get back for the rights to Rob Gronkowski, a professional wrestler who is no longer on their roster and was well into his retirement. The Pats get for a pro wrestler back a fourth round pick. 
This is an eternal frustration for me. Because I'm asking you guys the question, do you wish you had Brady and Gronk on the Titans? And I understand that the majority of you on Facebook Live and on Periscope are saying no. Sam says no. Randy says no. Not one bit, says Hunter. Tanny and Janu are younger and faster. They are more durable. Arthur weighs in. Max gives me an absolutely not. You guys don't want anything to do with it. And from a football perspective, from the purpose for the purposes of just winning football games. Now, it's going to be really awkward when it's Titans-Tampa Bay in the Super Bowl down there in Tampa Bay next year. Uh, that's going to be interesting. That would be hilarious, and it honestly, it would break my heart. Um, because it would be, you know, we, God knows what a socially distant Super Bowl is. We're, we're not even going to get into that. Regardless, Titans versus Tampa, calling it now. Tom Brady and Rob Gronkowski would have been the greatest thing to happen to the local sports media here, and selfishly, I want it so badly. Like football football games, you're right. Derrick Henry and Ryan Tannehill and Jonu Smith, these are all of the things that you want on a roster right now. They're young. Most of them are cheap. A quarterback who is experienced enough and who has playoff experience and experience with your roster and your offensive coordinator you're going to run it back just like all the promotional stuff says. But, oh my God. <laughs> Guys, can you imagine just how much more fun coverage would be for me, selfishly? Now, I know none of you care about what it is I do other than the fact that you're willing to hang out with me here five nights a week and twice a week on the podcast. I love you guys for that. You're great. But can you imagine how much more fun this would be if it was Tom Brady and Rob Gronkowski that we were talking about Oh my God, our world, our football lives would explode. For one year, it may end in six and ten. It doesn't care. We'll ri- it doesn't matter. We'll ride it into the sun. It'll be incredible. God only knows what kind of circus that Gronk and Br- Gronk and Brady without Belichick. Oh my God, inject it right into the side of my neck. I need that in my life, and so for that reason, I'm incredibly jealous because I have no rooting interest. Right? I mean, if the Titans win, the, t- the further the Titans go the more people pay attention to what it is I do for a living. So, for that purpose, I, you know, I do have I do benefit from the Titans winning, but in reality, I have no rooting interest. Yeah, say so, angry young millennial that bet on indie football. Yes, mistake. With Rabes and Tom, Rob would be straight comedy. Said think think about how incredible I mean, Mike Vrabel is already a lot I mean, he's a, he's a he can absolutely take people out but that's how much fun. I mean the press conferences are fun especially with our core of Titans group uh, uh media like with uh, Teresa and Tehran and Kaharski and Glennon and Rex Road myself Eric all of these people who are with your team on a daily basis how much more fun would it be if it was Gronk Vrabel and Brady at the podium oh my god what if they don't play well would they be interesting to cover if they're not playing well uh, yes, because then it would be, you know, it would still be all over everything because it's Tom Brady. He's the biggest story in sports not named Kobe Bryant this year. He's the biggest story in sports probably in a decade. Tom Brady is a six-time Super Bowl winner. If this goes, if it went down in flames, my God, it would almost be more interesting to cover. What happened? You're seeing the demise, the, the, the fall without Belichick, and yeah, the losing... Losing football sucks to cover. Losing locker rooms suck to cover. And honestly, I've never had to cover a uh, losing locker room. Just when they've been on losing streaks. Every year that I've been a Titans media member, thank God they've been 9-7. and Because I, I could not cover a losing football team. I would hate it. But not as much as I would hate not being able to cover Gronk and Brady and all the drama. Oh my God, it would be so perfect. <laughs> but I'm selfish that way. Absolutely not, says Max Yes, Lord, Brady Gronk, A.J. Henry, Jonu Humphrey, Super Bowl, says Corey D. Jackson. Lewis says, no, he's all about the Tannehill-A.J. Brown connection. Why would we want a tight end with injury issues opposed to one that is young and healthy, says Eric? Because he's funny and Jonu's not. <laughs> that's, kind of my, uh, that's kind of my thing. I disagree. If they are 4-10, the interest would die. No, no, no. The interest in Tom Brady would not die. There is, no th- there is nothing that can kill the interest in Tom Brady. Tom Brady is forever legend, Hall of Fame, ultimate champion, winner of everything. Tom Brady, if he goes 4-10, and 10, that's the most interesting. Well, no, the most interesting is he wins a Super Bowl without Belichick, right? And then you could say, yeah, you know, look, Bill, 
suck it. It was me, not you. And we all know that's not really the case, and that's both that it's equal parts, or maybe some parts more than others in different years, but whatever. The second most interesting thing about that team would have, would be if it'd be the Browns. What if they completely nosedive? People were talking about the Browns well after they started to suck all over the course of the last year. The Browns continue, to, despite how bad they suck, people pay attention to the Browns more than any other losing franchise in the history of sports, I'm convinced. But if Brady and Gronk and all of this nosedived, oh my God, it would be so fun. Uh, if they are 4-10, and 10, it would get more coverage, says, uh, says Robert Deerfish. Yes, it would be a disaster. I would love it. Uh, it would have been interesting, says EA Domino. Remember that time Vrabel snapped at Austin, says Max? Uh, set up A to Z Sports in Tampa, Box says Adam Mooney. Yes. Uh, I mean, in a perfect world, you expand the army and you go to, you go to every NFL market, right? Uh, and maybe, you know, it's... The future is not so far off. We will uh, we will see where the A to Z Sports Network next sprouts wings and flies. But it's uh, the, the army is growing, and I would uh, you you we joke about the Tampa Bay A to Z Sports, but you never know. You could see you could see one in a city near near you very very soon. Uh, but what you will not see anymore this evening, very very soon, is me. I'm out of here. I'm done for the night. <laughs> I uh, we've talked about everything that we possibly could have. We know that the Titans are closer and closer to Javion Clowney. We know that everything is setting up perfectly for them between the draft and this particular free agent. And we know that Gronk and Brady is something that I desperately need. I need a job, says Adam Moody. See, Adam says he wants an agency sports in Tampa so he can get a job. This is not, listen, I ain't taking your, I ain't taking your resumes, buddy. <laughs> I'm not HR. <laughs> but I appreciate your, uh, you expressing that in the comments on Facebook Live. And, uh, well, no, that particular comment's on Facebook Live, but all of you who come here and hang out with me uh, Sunday through Thursday evening at 8 p.m. Now, tomorrow's going to be a little different. On the way out the door, tomorrow's going to be a little different, so I want to get you guys informed and up to speed before I take off. Tomorrow, it's going to be a special edition of A to Z Sports Primetime, but it's going to be all draft-centric, and it's going to be myself, it's going to be Austin Stanley, and it's going to be Zach Bingham. All three of us are going to be here with you tomorrow night with the first of our A to Z Sports draft shows. Then Thursday night, it's a total draft takeover. We'll come on later. We'll react right before the pick, right after the pick. I'll jump off. I'll hop on the conference call with the pick. Then I'll come back in and I'll tell you exactly what the draft pick has just said to us, the assembled virtual media. The A to Z Sports draft coverage, it's going to be everywhere. It's going to be in your phones. It's going to be fun and interactive. The three of us will be back here tomorrow night with you at 8 p.m. Central Time. I'll drive it like a normal show. We'll just have two visitors, your friends from the morning show, Austin Stanley and Zach Bingham, tomorrow morning. So, or excuse me, tomorrow evening. So until tomorrow evening, I will get out of here and I will tell you guys, enjoy the rest of your evening. Get ready for the NFL draft because, folks, it is thankfully right around the corner. And we're going to talk about all of these things as it relates to to your favorite football team. So until then, fam, peace and love.